Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! This week on Losing Money with Andrew Bascom, we have the Panzerati Prince, Charlie Chalk, the gambler, to go over some of their bad bets of week one, some of their good, and to make picks for week two of the NFL. Let's do it! He's the one that will help you bet, then for the game you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers? And welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and this is your 20-ish minute sports gambling podcast where we discuss the NFL. Yes, the NFL is back for week two. I am so excited. Man, that first week hitting back, hearing Scott Hansen's, you know, dulcet tones tell me that it's time for football or it's the witching hour or the octobox or whatever hilarious terms that he's come up with that he finds very funny, but I'm not sure actually very funny. It was perfect. I didn't have to move for 11 hours on a Sunday. It was it was hilarious and amazing. And And you know what? There were guests on here that you're going to hear in a bit that lost money. Isn't that the point? That's we, They lost money. They did a good job. Unfortunately, I won money. I know. I know. I'm, I'm not proud of it either. I went 3-2-1 with my picks, and I'll never forgive myself. But week one is just such a crapshoot. Like, I don't want to read too much into this. Let's, let's remember what happened in week one last year, okay? The Jags had a late comeback to beat the Colts. And, you know, the same old Philip Rivers, you know, giving up picks. What happened? Well, the Jaguars, that was their only win of the season, and the Colts went on to make the playoffs. The Browns got blown out by 32 points and then would have one of their better seasons in, I don't know, franchise history. Josh Allen missed two easy TDs. Same old Josh, but they went on to be almost an MVP candidate. And Brady threw a pick six as the Bucks lost by 11, and we thought, uh-oh, Tampa Bay's in a lot of trouble, and they would win the Super Bowl. So all I'm trying to say is week one is hilariously volatile. It doesn't really tell you much about teams, because in, in, in the most part, most of these teams have been scheming for week one for months. They knew what was coming, and they've been trying to be perfect for it. So is there serious regression candidates? Is there serious outlier candidates? Yes. But here's some like snapshots of the week one. Underdogs rule. They went 12-4 and four against the spread, and they went 9-7 and seven outright. Underdogs went 9-7 and seven outright. New Orleans, at plus five, had the biggest margin of victory out of any underdog, beating Green Bay 38-3. Oh, boy. And the Steelers, plus six and a half, were the biggest underdogs to win, beating the Bills 23-16. Oh, God. The over, it went 10-6, and and it fared exceptionally well in the 1 p.m. I know that because I had mostly unders. So, it's weird. It's stuck in my head, you know, even more. And Cleveland, Kansas City produced the largest total with 62 points. Ooh, boy. The bad beat of the week? Yeah, of course, you know it. It's San Francisco, Detroit. If you listen to the podcast, you were in early at the 7.5, but it ballooned all the way to minus 9.5 for San Francisco, Closer to game time, and what happened? San Francisco went up huge, and Detroit just kind of went back and only lost by eight. That's a bad beat. With all those bad beats, there's even more bad beats that we can experience together in week two. Isn't that exciting? Isn't that so much fun when you're so frustrated and you're losing money for no reason? Welcome to the podcast. Let's do this. We're going to do it in the same order as last week. We're going to have the Pants Ready Prince coming on to make his safe and spicy, his mozzarella and spicy picks of the week. Then we have Charlie Chalk and his lock of the week, and the gambler, Finishing off with his tease of the week. Let's do it. Pants Ready Prince, coming up next. Joining us now, coming off a scintillating week, is the Pants Ready Prince. Pants Ready Prince, how you doing? Scintillating, holy <laughs> fuck. Absolutely not scintillating. I'm the opposite of scintillating. After yeah, I how'd speak. that feel? How'd that feel? It's like It felt like football's back, right? Yeah, it, I guess it felt kind of normal. Uh, <laughs> me losing money against uh, picking picking Atlanta, something I have yet to learn what not to do. Do you think we'll see an Atlanta pick from you at all this year going forward or no? You know, I, I should say no, but I, I, I cannot 
promise that because I, I don't know why I just keep thinking that mm -hmm. Matt Ryan is capable. I guess my mind is in 2017 permanently. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an abusive relationship in which you cannot escape. Okay, fans ready, friends. Speaking of that, you've got your mozzarella pick. You've got your spicy pick. Let's start with, start with your mozzarella, your safe pick of the week. Where are we going? I'm going with the Saints minus three and a half against mm. the Panthers, and here's why. Um, the Saints won the division last year with a hobbled Drew Brees, and yep. now they've replaced Drew Brees with a number one overall pick who can sling it, yep. who is now learning from maybe the best still in the game as an offensive quarterback's yeah. coach in Sean Payton. And they're playing a Carolina team that uh, just squeaked by the Jets. So I'm not really buying, at least yet, the Sam Donald experiment in Carolina in week two. And I'm going to buy the New Orleans Saints still being a top team in the NFC. I do not buy the fact that the Saints are going to regress this year. I still think they're going to be just as good and can win the South. I'm taking Saints three and a half. Okay, well, you know, that's funny. I'm going to have a lot more to talk about that game a little bit later. But uh, but are you scared at all that we've heard there's some COVID issues or some coaches out? Do you, does, does that worry you? We don't know if it's Sean Payton or not. We don't believe it is. No, I, I mean, we all remember when Sean Payton like tore his ACL on the sidelines and the Saints were still fine after that. I, I uh, If the players aren't sick, if it's just the coaches, I yep. think they will be fine. It seems like it's only Michael Thomas, and uh, we know he's not going to see the field for another No, weeks. yeah, well, that's the truth. Okay, so there you go. He's taking New Orleans for my safe pick of the week. I'm going to be going with an over-under. I'm going to go with a total here. I'm going to be taking Houston at Cleveland, and we're going to be going under 48 and a half. So, there's a lot of people going out there right now talking about how Cleveland had like kind of a moral victory against KC, which I think is kind of insane, but whatever, because there's no moral victories in football. But the, I think the thing that's getting kind of um, you know over, overlooked is the fact that Cleveland's defense is very, very good. And Houston just absolutely ramshacked uh, J Jacksonville. But I don't think that's going to really say much because I think Jacksonville just might be absolutely terrible. And I think Cleveland's going to be going at Tyron Taylor all game. I love the 48 and a half. I think the only fear is that Cleveland puts up too many points on their own under 48 and a half for me. You see, now I would go over here Oh, because, yes, the Cleveland defense, they're, they're very good. I mean, they have a lot of playmakers. Yeah. And they had a lot of playmakers last year, but they still give up a lot of points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of In key. In terms of points. It's like, yeah, the, the, the Browns won 44 to 35 but had six sacks. <laughs> so you're like, the defense made plays, but they gave up a lot of points. And I don't – I mean, Tyrod Taylor, I think, shocked us all last week. Yes, mm -hmm. it is the Jaguars, but – I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns win this game like 35 to 21. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So for, for me, I, I, I see the under and I, I get a little scared. I get a little, you know. Oh. Well, maybe the safe pick is like the obvious pick. Maybe I should start changing my changing my picks here. You know, the other one about Tyra Taylor, though, and everyone, you know, I, I did the same thing. I'm like, hey, man, Tyra Taylor. Wow, that's pretty re remarkable. He was going to be a starting quarterback last year until the doctor literally stabbed him. So I, I, you know, maybe I shouldn't be like so shocked that he's actually still playing. Yeah, I mean, he he has only done stuff in the league that's shown that he is capable of being a starting quarterback. Yeah. He's a former Pro Bowler. Yep, yep, yeah. I, 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 I remember watching his first preseason game against uh, the Browns. Coincidentally oh, yeah. enough, when he was playing on the Bills, and I texted you, mm -hmm. I said, "This guy is going to be good." <laughs> Well, you and know, and, and it's still, it's a revenge game too. Tyra Taylor, everyone can remember Tyra Taylor with the Browns, right? So uh, it's yeah. like a Fitzpatrick thing where half of the team, half the league, excuse me, is a revenge game for him. Okay, so let's go to our spicy picks of the week. Where are you going with this one? How spicy are we going to get here? 
I think we're going to get pretty spicy. Mm. And I was looking at a couple spicy picks. I looked at maybe teasing the Ravens against the Chiefs. I'm oh. still kind of feeling it. But I'm going to lock in Cincinnati plus two and a half. Those oh. Kodiak Cats to upset the Chicago Bears. I wouldn't even be surprised if they win this game outright. Mm. Joe Burrow <laughs> looks pretty good. Yeah, and I expected the Vikings defense to be pretty darn good this year. Yep. So that surprised me quite a bit. Yep. Jamar Chase's preseason comments don't mean anything after going <laughs> five for over a hundred and a touchdown. Let's enjoy the show, as he said. And Chicago looks so goddamn average. Yeah. They looked relevant for maybe five minutes against the Rams, and then it was over. Turn it off. Why was that the Sunday nighter? I'm complaining about primetime games again. But I think Cincinnati's <laughs> going to surprise a little bit this year. And you know what? A, a win against Chicago is not a surprise. So I'm taking the Bengals two and a half. Yeah, I, okay. Well, this is funny. Just like your, uh, you know, your counter-argument to me about Cleveland-Houston, here's my counter-argument. I'm taking Chicago minus two and a half uh, for my spicy pick of the week. Wow. Talk about planning this one. Okay, this is a huge bet against the public. I think this is just a nice bucket of cold water on everybody. C- Cincinnati has won six games combined over the last two years. Uh, and 80% of the money line handle as of recording is going on the Bengals. 80% of the money line is going on the Bengals. The public loves the Bengals in this game. Chicago, I think this is just going to be a Rams problem, where the Rams are probably maybe a top three team in the league. They just might be really good, and it com- completely douses any idea of how good this team is. It just might be an over one, a week one overreaction. That's all I'm trying to go with, and I love, I love, I can't believe I'm saying this, the Chicago Bears minus two and a half. Uh, against uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> God help me. Now, are you hoping like <laughs> Justin Fields comes in at halftime and, and takes the reins for the rest I, of that game? I think I almost have to at this point. Like he did, he did work his way in the field, which is funny. That like it's weird that Matt Nagy almost did the exact same thing Kyle Shanahan did. Like j- like literally exactly. a couple hours later. Like what? Yeah. What? What in the world is that all about? Like come in, yeah, just get your feet wet and then come back out. I think I think Matt Nagy to save his job. Is, it, it's going to be so loud in Chicago to put Justin Fields on the goddamn field that I think eventually you're going to have to see it, whether it's this week or next week or, you know, whatever. Absolutely. I think we'll see a little bit more of him this week, and then I think we're going to see him permanently next week. That's my bet. Well, there you go. So you and I going head-to-head. So we're at least, you know what? Here I'm thinking of the positive. Somebody is going to win. We, it's one of us going to win one. Yeah. Somebody is going to win one of these ones. Well, fans right, friends. I hope you break your streak, and we can't wait to talk to you next week. All right, you take it easy. Joining us now, Charlie Chuck. Charlie Chuck, the big winner of week one. So you got to feel pretty good about that. How you doing? Well, thank you, Andrew. I, I feel good. I, I should be 3-0, and but um, mm. I'm very happy to be leading your little team of uh, so-called <laughs> experts. So I'm, I'm very happy with it. Yes. Yeah, I know. Well, they did a good job living up to the title of the show. You're the only winner. So we got to work on that this week. And the only way we can do that is we find out your picks. Charlie Chuck, obviously you're famous for your lock of the week. What is the Charlie Chuck lock of the week? Well, thank you. I I just can't see Casey minus mm-hmm. and a half against Baltimore Ravens after watching yeah. last week. Baltimore really shouldn't be playing. Um, very inept. How do they lose to this to Las Vegas? But anyway, that's oh, another story. Um, Mahomes is eleven and zero in September. He can't lose. Reed sixteen and zero. Um, only three and a half. Uh, I love that game. And uh, again, chalk, but uh, very, very small. So I'm big on Kansas City still. 
Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm right there with you. Baltimore, I think it's one of those ones that if they look bad again this week, you're like, well, how many more injuries can they go through until you start thinking, okay, it's catching up with them a little bit. Like, their defense, on their defense, they've lost so many players. They're running backs. They're signing people off the streets. This is this is eventually going to pay back, and it's probably against the best team in the league. So only three and a half seems like a good line. And KC doesn't care. They will just beat no. the crap if they want. <laughs> There's, this is not a let up. Mahomes plays, plays, and plays. So I love it. Yeah, there we go. So KC minus three and a half, the first pick for Charlie Chalk. Um, you know what? I'll go with my next pick, and then we can kind of get into it here. I love Carolina plus three and a half versus New Orleans. Now, this is the same reason why I think people are going to go under on uh, on Green Bay. Is the same reason New Orleans looks so good after week one. And I think we often forget that you have a whole summer to plan against your first week opponent. I think that's why Pittsburgh looks so good against the Bills. I think there's a few reasons behind that. And New Orleans just knew exactly what to do against Green Bay. And 150 yards and five touchdowns in the air, that's never going to happen again. Also, plus, they're missing half their, half their coaching staff because of COVID. Carolina might be sneaky good, giving us the hook with three and a half. I'm going to go on Carolina plus three and a half at home. Again, that game, Carolina might be sneaky good. You, you're, yeah. you're, um, and against New Orleans last week, they just they looked great. They looked great, but they're playing a, a team that wasn't ready to play. So, the Jets, yeah, I, I like what you're saying. Carolina can be sneaky good, but I'm not touching that. No. Okay. Not touching that. Well, what what are you touching that? What game are you picking here? Well, again, I'm going to go against it, and I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Again, 49ers. I get three and a half, and I'll bet you yeah. get even higher by game time. But I think Philly, um, they're, they're not getting credit for anything. And I, I think, again, they're a sneaky good football team. And yeah. uh, 49ers don't know who they're going to start. And I, I just – I think Philly, I'll take the points any day in this game. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. San Francisco has faced a ton of injuries, and actually this is one of my picks as well, so I'm just going to make it now. I love the over in the game, the over 49 and a half. San Francisco, their defense is pretty good, We granted, but one of the places they were weak was in cornerback, and they just lost their number one cornerback with the torn ACL. So Philadelphia can throw, and we just found out last week against Atlanta, Philadelphia can throw. Man, they put up a ton of points. I love the over 49 and a half, and to be honest, if I was leaning too, I'd probably be going Philly plus three and a half as well, so I really like that pick. Great, uh, and again, I would say the same thing. If you think that San Fran's going to score, um, yeah. then- I, I like you from Philadelphia even more. I think that it could be a shootout. Mm. You're right. But I think Philadelphia is a solid pick in this case. Well, there you go. So Philadelphia plus three and a half and the over for me in Philadelphia, San Francisco. And I think you got one more, right? Yeah, I've got one more. Again, I'm okay. going to go talk and stick to the name. Um, <laughs> I have Denver minus six against Jacksonville. Um, oh. I know you were big on them last week. I'm not mm-hmm. sure big this week, but Denver, Denver is a good team. They're a good yeah. team. And Jacksonville, can you imagine a team? They don't know if the coach wants to coach the team. They got the rookie <laughs> QB in, and he's only thrown three interceptions the first week. Uh, Denver's minus six only. I yep. love Denver again. I think these three picks, I, I won't do lock, 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 but I do like those three picks. Denver minus six is a gift. I, I am right there with you. I love Denver as well, minus six. Uh, I, I Nothing else to say about it. I think Denver might actually be good. Their offense looks so efficient last week, and their defense is incredibly good, and that's not going to be good against a rookie quarterback. I, I, I'm right there with you. Urban Meyer has one foot out the door. His bag is packed. He's got like a go bag in the closet ready to leave at any moment just in case another job in college opens up. Um, so I, I, I'm right there with you. I think Denver might kick the crap out of Jacksonville. If Houston did, why couldn't Denver? Well, and you know, and we always go back to um, – coaching and we know the Belichick's and the, we know mm-hmm. Reed 
one. And these guys are prepared and ready to go. And that's why they are favorites when they're playing. And yeah. this guy, Jacksonville, Meyer, my gosh, he, he doesn't know if he wants to be in the NFL or not. So you can't go up against uh, good football teams and expect no. to win. That's why Denver is a really good bet this week. I am right there with you, Charlie Chalk. Hope you continue your winning ways, and we will talk to you next week. Hey, look forward to seeing the results from the rookies. Okay, let's see what happens. Joining us now is the gambler to do his tease of the week. Gambler, are you excited to to get back in the win column? Yeah, I mean, geez, all (laughs) I can say is uh, roll down the windows and, and air it out. Because wow, yeah. just uh, nasty, uh, nasty, nasty stuff yeah. last week. It's 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 good. It's good to be back. Football is back. We are back on our losing ways. But you know, we'll see what this week brings. It's a very. I've been saying this over and over again with the other guests. I love week two. It always brings really interesting things. So, what do you have for us for your tease of the week? I'm I'm gonna just you know straight up do a three game tease. Try to you know nice. really really win back some of uh, last week's losses. Um, so first game I'm looking at, uh, bills laying three and a half at Miami. I think this is a classic up down week. I I don't think the bills, uh, really showed what their potential was last week. I think the Steelers defense really showed up. Um, this is a great matchup. I'm going to throw some quick stats at you. Mm -hmm. Uh, bills are nine and three in their last 12 against the spread. And I said this last week, that's against the spread. So now we're teasing, you know, the spread in our favor. So those, those, uh, those odds, uh, become even more favorable. The Bills are 5-0 and against the Dolphins in their last five. So matchup-wise, again, it works out. Allen is 5-1 and in his career against Miami, and he's got a passer rating of 114. So no, wow. the, the stats tell us it's a good matchup. Again, I think the Bills are going to be really looking to bounce back after what was a really, really disappointing loss at home. I don't see the Bills opening the season 0-2. Uh, yeah. give me the bills plus two and a half. Yeah, I love that one. I think the, the thing that people aren't talking about too is like Pittsburgh got pressure all, almost on every play and people are like, man, the offensive line just played terrible for Buffalo. And really, it's in a weird way that I think it's just Pittsburgh being uniquely talented. They were getting pressure with almost no blitzes, which is just bananas. I don't think a lot of teams will be able to do that. And so I think I think Buffalo, I'm right there with you. I think Buffalo is going to be in a really good position to win. Uh, plus two and a half too. That's really good. So where are you, what's the next game you're going to? Uh, next game I'm I'm looking at is a team I'm I'm going to be big on. I'm going to ride them probably for the better part of the season. Um, they you know they paid out last week. Unfortunately, it was the other games that that screwed us. Uh, that is the Rams laying three and a half on the road uh, at Indy. So you know the Colts, all kinds of issues on D. Um, mm-hmm. You know this is the team that got up by got cut up by Jalen Hearns. Um, you know uh, I, I, they've got the injuries to Darius Leonard. Xavier Rhodes, they're both questionable right now. Um, There's just a lot of questions with the Colts D. And then you're looking at the Rams where I don't want to jump the gun. But, you know, I think they found their missing piece with Stafford. He's got the – I think he's got the perfect style for the Sean McVay offense. I think this this offense is going to be going vertical a lot. And I just really question uh, Indy's ability to stop the pass. So, again, I think it's a great matchup. I, I like the Rams, you know, at minus three and a half. Now we're teasing them to plus two and a half. Um, I'm going Rams plus two and a half. 
Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to like. I'm staring at that one. Like even at even at minus three, minus four, whatever they're going to be, wherever the number is going to end up. I I how in the world is this? Just feels like a sucker's line where it's like, wait, that's too low. What's going on? But teasing it takes away that fear. So there you go. Getting the Rams plus two and a half against the Colts, who did not look good last week. Really hard to argue on that one. Okay, so usually you do a two ga- two game teaser, but you're telling me you're doing a three game teaser, just full all in. Just full all in. I I, I want to cut Let's out the shit. It. Um, so the last yeah. game I'm looking at is Falcons on the road getting 12 and a half against the Bucks. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think Atlanta, you know, again, it's a little bit early, but they just look like a complete dumpster fire on both sides of the ball. Um, couldn't yeah. run it to save their life in uh, week one. I don't see how that gets any better against basically Tampa Bay's brick wall uh, on their D line. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, uh, Philly uh, cut up the Falcons D. Uh, and I think I think everybody would agree Tampa Bay's offense is is a few notches uh, above what Philly has to <laughs> offer. So yeah, I, would I just so. look at this like it's a bad matchup all around for Atlanta offensively and defensively. I think Tampa Bay is going to completely overwhelm them. Uh, so we're going to tease Tampa Bay down minus six and a half. Tampa Bay uh, by a touchdown. I like it. Yeah. Um, you put those together, you're at a three ta- three team six point tease plus one fifty. Plus one fifty. Okay, hard, hard to find, hard to find any issues with that because uh, I, those are all teams I like. Those are all sides I like because this is gonna lead me well into my tease of the week here. Uh, I'm calling the the suckers tease because I am really taking these long odds and going like, uh, I don't feel good about it when they're long odds. So why don't I sucker myself into a suckers tease by starting with Green Bay minus five? If you if you thought Green Bay looked awful last week, you were correct. They were awful last week against New Orleans, and they're playing Detroit. The only thing that I don't really get about this is, like, Detroit were supposed to give some kind of participation award to because they were losing by 25, and they lost by 8. And it's like, well, c- congrats. Like, you came back a little bit. Like, you still lost by 8 points. It wasn't even like, ah, they needed a field goal with no time left or something like that. You still lost by 8 points, and Green Bay is better than they played last week. Let's be real about that. Yeah, but Jimmy, uh, Jimmy G was getting served his in-flight meal by the end of the third quarter because the 49ers had packed it in and had most of their starters already on the plane uh, while the yeah. ball, while, while that game was still going on. So let's, let's call that yeah. out that, you know, they were Kyle looking, Shanahan was like, they were right, looking boys, a bottle let's... service menu. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to go tonight? Oh, they're still playing. Okay. Um, so yeah, so let's go with Green Bay minus five, teasing us down to minus five. All right. That's easy enough. The other sucker side of this is New England. The New England minus six scares the absolute hell out of me, even though everything points you towards the Jets are bad, the the, pa- the Patriots might be better than we think they are, it might be better than that, and and so let's just tease it right down to just take the money line. If you t- take down the six points, minus six, it just goes to New England money line, and you're like, okay, that, that should make a lot of sense, even though I still feel terrified about it. Talk me off a ledge. Yeah, I just it's it's a bold pick, but I, I don't think you have much of a choice because your alternative is to pick the Jets, which, I mean, you know, I will say though, Jets plus twelve. You know, I here's my thing with New England. Mm. It's Belichick defense. I get all that. Fine. The New England offense has has just looked so bad. Like all of last season, mm. they didn't show anything in Week One. I, I again, I don't like to jump the gun after Week One, but it's it's just it's pretty clear that that the ship sailed with Tom Brady out of New England when it comes to the offense. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely, you know, New England is a pick uh, It's not terrible. I just, I again, they just have such a hard time scoring points. That's my concern. Yeah, no, I, 
I, I, I don't blame you. I honestly imagine that just like the uh, just like the Dolphins game, this this score could be both in the teens and the game could end. So maybe we're looking at a little bit of an under as well. But okay, so I'm gonna go with the New England money line, and then the last one is something that I was trying to figure out a way to use, but I'm going to take Denver at Jacksonville under 51.5. The line is 45.5. We're going to tease it to go up, to go under the 51.5. I just really like this. Jacksonville might be awful. Talking about people that have already checked out, uh, Urban Meyer has checked into a California hotel in his head already, so I don't really <laughs> think that uh, he's, he's long for Florida. Uh, and Denver secretly might be pretty good. If Jacksonville gets their brains kicked in by, by Houston, Imagine what an okay team might do, an okay team with an okay defense in Denver. Let's go with the under 51 and a half. I, I love how quickly and how strongly Meyer came out to denounce or to, to attack people for suggesting that he take the USC job. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you suggest yeah. that I take a college job at a premier program in a, in a gorgeous state versus the shithole <laughs> that I'm in here in Florida? How dare you, uh, you know, insinuate that? What's wrong with you people? I love that. Any other coach, they were like, are you going to take that college job? They'd be like, I'm not even answering that question. Meyer has to go, no, I'm no. I've thought about it. No, I'm not doing it. All the You're like, uh, I think this guy's uh, really loud about it. He doth protest too much here. Um, also, Urban Meyer, famous liar. Like, he's just constantly oh. lied his whole goddamn career. And, I'm never going to come back and retire. <laughs> and what a piece of shit, too, eh? Just like just like a bad dude, eh? Just a bad dude all around. Oh, just yeah, a just, a, just a scumbag. So, so yeah, no. <laughs> so, don't don't karma, believe anything karma, Urban Meyer says. It, no, absolutely not. So we're going to go with the under because he believes his team's good. So we're going to go with the under 51 and a half. And that tease is, of course, plus 150. So two three-point, uh, excuse me. So two three-team six-point teasers from the both of us. The Gambler, you're the best. We wish you nothing but the best. And we can't wait to talk to you next week. I, I'm looking for, you know, uh, a better outcome, a changing of the tide. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, I look forward to having a different conversation next week. Okay, that's it. That's all. Thank you to Charlie Chuck. Thank you to the Gambler. Thank you to the Panzerati Prince for making wonderful picks that will definitely be losing some money this week. These football episodes come out every Friday, and we're so excited to be putting them out. But we actually have a special episode that's going to be coming out next Thursday as we discuss the Ryder Cup. The Olympics of golf, easily one of the best tournaments and only happens every couple of years. And we're so excited to be betting on it. Some interesting lines. So we're going to see some familiar faces coming out to be losing money on the Ryder Cup. Special episode next week. Thank you so much for losing money with Andrew Bascom. Please rate, review, subscribe, do all the things you need to do wherever you enjoy podcasts. The NFL Week 2, it can be a profitable one, but we hope you have fun losing money. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!